Hey, this is Ashley, and welcome back to episode 16 of Beholding Out for a Hero. If you're unsure what's going on in this podcast, even though you've been listening for the last 15 episodes, don't worry, we're not sure either. Just grab some popcorn, grab a little wine, snuggle up in a fuzzy blanket, and get ready to be more confused than ever. One, two, three, clap. I heard one clap. I only heard two, which, you know, is good enough. I heard a small stagger, but I heard (laughs) multiple. Maybe your internet is too good, Elaine. Elaine's in the future because of her internet. Yes. (laughs) Oh, and if it matters, John was a late one yesterday. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I have wired headphones this time, so I'll do better, I promise. (laughs) It was already better. Good job. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beholding Out for a Hero. I am Nico, the DM for this campaign, and today's session question is, what's your favorite Pokemon? And my favorite Pokemon, easily, hands down, has to be Squirtle, Squirtle Squad Squirtles specifically yes so valid so valid as a kid my favorite pokemon was pikachu i was obsessed with pikachu but you know squirtle squad is where it's at there's a picture of you holding pikachu as a little baby yeah that was my family portrait picture because apparently i i wouldn't be parted from this giant it was like a pillow sized pikachu oh very very cute i had pikachu everything as a kid Hi, I'm Raina. I play Jam. We all know her. And my favorite Pokemon as a kid and even now was always Dragonair. Because I thought it was just so cool. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And and yeah, so popcorn Ashley. Poop. Hello. That's a weird Pokemon. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I haven't even introduced myself. Technically, by rule of how we do this, I would be introducing myself as Poop, so you know. Hi, my name is Ashley, and I play. Do you remember? <laughs> Miki, the tiefling bard. Or is she? She is, don't worry. My favorite Pokemon is technically Totodile, because. Crocodiles are adorable monsters, and I love reptiles. But honestly, it's a Lohan Doug Trio. <laughs> Doug Trio's nice. Wait, do you know, do you know what the Alohan Doug Trio is, Elaine? I never played that one, but I know that there are region-specific Pokemon in certain games. Alohan Doug Trio have blonde wigs. <laughs> <laughs> nice there it's not even like it's like a oh it's not like it's a wavy wig <laughs> <laughs> is it like justin timberlake hair it's from so the cute. hold on i'll I'll just post the picture please i don't think i've seen this one either it's so cute <laughs> honestly based on the theme of the music we've been playing <gasps> it really <laughs> <laughs> it really fits Abba very well. Yeah, I was just gonna say Abba's looking a little different. <laughs> Popcorn John. Oh boy. My name is John and I place Major Sergeant Patches, the teddy bear paladin. <laughs> and 
I have a few Pokemon that I really like. I used to be really into Absol because I'm an edgy, nice. I was an edgy little guy, and I just think he's neat. But recently, my favorite I think is probably Blaziken. I just like him. Nice. I can't explain it. I also have a deep love for Trico, but you know, there are just so many good Pokemon designs, so it's hard to pick. You know, they do have very similar body shapes. They do. I guess I'm into the weird furry bait ones. <laughs> I just think it's cool because Blaziken could kick the shit out of me and he kind of looks like he's wearing Jinko jeans. I genuinely hope that furry is not going to be one of our tiles on the bingo card. <laughs> Don't bring it up again. I never will, I promise. Tentacles, ooh woo. No, no, we don't. We don't need to become that podcast, okay? <laughs> Hi, I'm Elaine. I play Kitty with an IE, our human artificer. Squints. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite has been Arcanine for the longest time. I was a Houndoom, a Houndoom f- fan for a while, but Arcanine was always my favorite. Yeah, you know what? That's so valid. I've always wanted to hug one. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're so fluffy. I would love having a, a perpetually growlith form one because it's just the face. It's so cute. <laughs> and thank you everyone for staying both on prompt and also introducing yourselves. On prompt is a. Um... Good things happen when I read my script that I have right in front of me. Today's session summary <laughs> is going to be done by Ashley. Take it away. Woohoo! Hey everyone! Technically, last session, we harassed more people in the town. And by we, I mean, of course, Jem. I didn't harass anyone! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, wait. Yes, you did! Mm -hmm. You harassed two people! You tried to fight them! Check notes. Oh, wait, just a minute. <laughs> we harassed them across town. It wasn't even one district. It was multiple, multiple districts. Multiple district harassment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about the nice professor we met, and I was like, I'm such a nice person. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, you were really polite to authority last time, which is honestly really out of character for you. <laughs> Yeah, we met two people. We found out about an illicit fighting ring with a big prize of an artifact of some kind and money. And so the artifact appeals to some people and the money appeals universally. So I suppose we're submitting gem into it? I'm unsure. Or patches. Probably not me or Kitty. Oh, you know it's me. And then... (laughs) We went to university, which was fun. There were so many... Oh, no, I'm 18. They're not small children. Ashley likes calling people small children, but Miki is the same age as the college students. We met a very nice professor. I don't think we learned anything important. And we are. I swindled a few college students out of some silver, which was like top tier and 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 patches now has a bodysuit oh the you mean the i heart memphis <laughs> t-shirt and hat <laughs> the bodysuit the one that like buckles underneath and you know it and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what 
And with that... <laughs> what? <laughs> so, last we left off, you had... Let me pull up my calendar. I think three days. It was a bodysuit, Raina, not a not a t-shirt. It was a it was one of those like full bodysuits where it's like it zips up all the way and you don't see the head. <laughs> you don't see you don't see anything. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought it was like a women's fashion bodysuit no. that like buttons at the crotch no like a green screen body mm-hmm, suit? like a green screen body mm-hmm. suit. yeah like a morph suit. like a morph yeah. suit a morph oh. suit that says i heart memphis tennessee mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is nighttime you have i think two sleeps three sleeps until the fight starts does anybody want to do anything specific in that span of time or shall I fast forward you to the night before the fight and then you guys can talk? We were going to check the boat schedule just to see when slash how often boats leave to the area we want to check out. Okay. And then I have a thing I want to do mm-hmm. after we check the boats. As do I. We're never, we're not getting <laughs> to plot today, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> We've thought of too many things. Back on the sidetrack. <laughs> We've been on the main track for too long. <laughs> sure. So, the following morning, after your Memphis, Tennessee adventures, <laughs> you guys head down to the large docking area. And asking around, asking for trips to Kabara? Yeah. That is not a very common destination with the soonest boat departing in three weeks about give or take woof okay we literally cannot get out of this city (laughs) there are boats when you ask the house orion a dock worker he tells you that there are boats that are connected but not a single trip all the way to kabara you can go to trollin port which often has more frequent trips to nearby destinations including kabara and that will probably get you there sooner regardless of what like direct direct or indirect route you take he estimates that your trip will be at least a thousand gold pieces if not more oh per person ouch if you're taking a house orion galleon per person per person and it'll take more or less 10 days all right kitty we're swimming what if we get hired could we really get hired to be on one of these ships and then work our way across instead well the thousand gold is specifically with the house orion yes with the house orion passenger ship yeah we don't need to take these one percenter boats we can just work (laughs) that's what i did all the time yeah we could try to find a cheaper boat Could we surf all the way there? Oh. (laughs) Can we find a Lapras to ride all the way there? (laughs) I was just about to say that. Could we have Patches absorb the entire ocean (laughs) to get rid of the trip? ShamWow's good, but not that good. Like in Tiny (laughs) Tina's Wonderland, can we just blow up the ocean? (laughs) Patches, can I have you roll a d20? Just a regular d20. (laughs) For absorption abilities? I got a six. Okay. 
yeah, you guys are looking around to see what ships you can possibly work on, but most of the, or all of the jobs, job postings in the docks are asking for sailors only and aren't looking for untrained laborers at the moment. Would I technically have job experience in this field? You would not have sailing experience. You need proficiency in water water vehicles. Can we spend some time asking around non-house Orion ships to see if there are any headed to Trollin Port? And then how much it would cost? Yeah. Go ahead and roll roll a D twenty for me. Seventeen. Ooh. Yeah, as you begin going from boat to boat <laughs> trying to find ships headed in that direction that's a pretty common direction to head as um that's kind of a, a common shipping route patches you hear a familiar call the the call of a crow although crows don't frequently populate the seashore and you know that to be someone you know looking around you see an adult woman waving at you her face is familiar, but nothing else. She has black hair with long bangs that cover her, that almost cover her eyes. She wears a large brimmed hat and is dressed in sailor's clothes. She's uh, waving at you. I'll um, nudge Miki and say, I'll, I'll be right back. What? 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 <laughs> Do I recognize the woman? No, you do not. Oh, I look where he's heading. I see no one I recognize, and I start following him because I don't trust him to go off on his own. You see that in that <laughs> general direction, there is a small keelboat that is... Also, for clarification... I don't trust anyone in this party to go off on their own. It's not a slight <laughs> towards Patches. It's a slight towards everyone. It feels like a slight towards Patches. <laughs> it hurts me. It's okay, I'd do it to everyone else too. <laughs> the, the direction Patches is headed in is towards a small vehicle that is... It's got one main sail and one smaller one. It's a 60-foot ship from one end to the other long ways. And it seems to be holding some cargo that is currently being unloaded. Around this ship, there is the one human woman that is waiting for Patches to approach her. And there is a gnomish man on board, as well as an elderly dwarf. Patches, as you approach this human woman, I'm guessing the rest of the party trailing slowly behind like creeps. <laughs> <laughs> she speaks and she says, I don't think I've met you before. And you instantly recognize her voice to be one of the members of your former mercenary guild. She says, call me Emmeline or Emma. And she reaches to shake your hand. I reach out and shake her hand and I say, Great to meet you. I'm uh, Patches. Uh, what you what you doing down here, Patches? You looking for uh, a destination in particular? Actually, yeah. 
We're aiming to travel across the sea, go to, uh, what's the place called? <laughs> Kabara. <laughs> Kabara. Kabara, if possible, but Trollimport is okay as well. Or Trollimport, as, as close as we can get. We're trying to get to Capybara. <laughs> 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 well, uh, you know, I'm just one of the crew members on this fine ship, and she motions to the small ship besides her. And we have just finished with our shipment to here to, to Sharn. And, you know, if we have another job that perhaps will take us in that direction, then we'd have we'd we'd be happy to have you aboard. Have we caught up at this point? Yeah. You're picking up like probably you picked up probably everything but the first couple sentences of this conversation. Oh we gotta roll now. Now that we've caught up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. With advantage, remember. I'm gonna ask her... I got ten! <laughs> I'm gonna ask her... So what do you guys usually deal in? What are you trading? Whoa! When did you guys... <laughs> this is my business. Well, um... <laughs> that's a nine? We do small shipping jobs, mostly on the southern coast. We don't venture out too far beyond uh, the continent of Corvair or too far east to the Lazar Principalities. That's a, a little too risky for our taste. We're a small crew, as you can see. What? I love the Lazar Principalities. That's where I'm from. <laughs> oh, no, no uh, offense to those people or, you know, the people who do business there. We're just not, we're not much of the fighter types. That's perfectly valid. <laughs> and you're part of the crows? She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> when Patches says this is my business or whatever, Mickey just bops him on the head and is like, it's okay. Your business is now our business. No. Why? Well, Patches, are you trying to you trying to hit her up or something? Pardon? No, I, I don't really. No. She's a six. <laughs> See the gem. She's a solid three, even with advantage. So she's like, mm, okay. <laughs> but she just goes, "Well, then, how is it your business if you've never met this woman?" Oh, uh, we're part of the same company. Back in the day, before uh, before I left, I was part of the Wingless Crows, which uh, Emma's a part of. That doesn't sound familiar. We used to work together on the same farm um, down by the uh, the city Dragon Roost in Zilargo. You remember that farm, right? Oh. Patches, Patches was only there for uh, maybe two weeks before he had to move on about other business. She's lying. <laughs> right. I, I see the subtext now. Do want two minutes to... Clean up your backstory, and then we'll come back and we can try this again. Maybe no, just Patches no, no. needs it. Sorry, right, look. <laughs> these guys, they're with me. They're cool. Remind me, has Patches told us about the Wingless Crows? He has, right? He's told you about it, Jam. Okay. And Miki knows about it to some extent, I'm assuming. Kitty, this is probably the first time you've heard of the Wingless Crows. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think it cares. <laughs> yeah. Then Jem's just gonna step up and offer her hand in a handshake and go, Oh, Zalargo, huh? I've done plenty of work over the that way, too. 
And farm work too? Yeah. Same here. And she she uh shakes her your hand and's like, you know, it's uh it's hard work, but it's kind of corny. <laughs> Jen's gonna retract her hand <laughs> and rub it on her pants. <laughs> but it's something I enjoy. <laughs> Can that make Raina's roll go up by one? <laughs> Still a four. <laughs> or would it go down? Yeah. Just go down to disadvantage at that point because I rolled a two to three. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well, Kabara's a bit far, but. Kabara's a bit far. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk it over with my crew. I'm not the captain of this ship, but uh, I'll see if I can strike a deal at a reasonable price for an old friend. Sure. As far as you can get us. Yeah, who's who's captain in the ship? She turns to see the the other two on the ship that are currently finished unloading the what little cargo they had aboard this relatively small ship. And she waves at waves at them and shouts, "Xanabar." A word? Is this a, a name I recognize? No, this is not a name you recognize. As you are looking at the gnome and the dwarf aboard the ship, neither of them look familiar. And the, the gnomish man comes over and puts his puts his hands in his pockets as he walks and he says, Yeah, what can I do for you? Um, well, you see, these lovely folks uh, want to get to Kabara and I was thinking maybe we can, you know, do them a favor if they do us a favor. You see, we've been looking to purchase these brand new sales that are real special but you know real special things come at a price and we are almost there but we could use a little monetary help and you know inside check <laughs> sure i go ahead and roll an inside check Ooh, not good eight she's being honest as far as you can tell yeah and you know, uh, maybe pay for some, some of the the good stuff. And you you know, patches that Emma likes to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the gnomish man kind of nods as he's listening, and he says, "Yeah, if you can vouch for them, Emma, sure. We're about two hundred fifty gold pieces short of uh, purchasing those sales, and we could use a couple of." extra hands, maybe some uh, restock on our, some of our supplies on aboard, and sure, let's make it a trip. Give us a few nights and we'll have some cash for you. We have a uh, some work lined up. When were you thinking of leaving? Four days about, right? That's our earliest. And uh, he, he pulls out this notebook from his pocket and says, Kabara's uh, gonna be a long trip. That's gonna take about 40 days, maybe. Maybe a little less. Jeez Louise! <laughs> Is that alright with you? If you can take us all the way. I don't know the geography of Eberron well enough to know if our best bet is just to go straight there by boat, but if it is, this seems like a pretty good deal. For some reason, I think we had decided it was. I don't remember why, but I remember us saying that 
rail car was not an option. Oh, because you yeah, because you had to go through the more land, lands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And we probably can't afford an airship passage. Airship is really fucking expensive. Like you thought the boat was expensive, the airship's more expensive. Can I seduce someone to get us some tickets? <laughs> Did I marry someone again? <laughs> That's a different story for a different time. <laughs> if we ever get desperate, just know, y'all, I got game. <laughs> yeah, that that worked for us. Our other option is to take a rail car through the Mornland, and <laughs> frankly, I don't want to do that. Yeah, this sounds like a bad time. Well, my name is Xanabar, and that's uh, Emma you've already met, and aboard the ship is Thiranen, and as you guys are idling about, you see that she is an elderly dwarvish woman with white hair that's held oh. back by a wide brim hat and uh, a white beard to match. She looks tired. Oh, Next. everyone roll for Xanabar and Thiranen. Yeah, how old is Xanabar? Uh, Xanabar's uh, a bit older, middle-aged gnome. Silver fox? Yeah, yeah, more or less. I got a five for Xanabar. Yeah, same. Well, he's, he's a five. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey is, like, tentatively attractive <laughs> to everyone on this, but <laughs> threw in and got an eight for Kitty. Yeah, she got a nine for Jim. Make that make sense. You must have that Meryl Streep quality. <laughs> and this uh, this small boat is the Woodlark. Oh, I love that name. It's so cute. Yeah, that's a good name. Another another bird. If you uh, if you need anything between now and then, you can find us at the Wet Eagle. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Wingless crows, wet eagles, woodlarks. Soggy chickens. <laughs> Soggy chickens. He then asks for everyone's names and everyone introduces themselves. <laughs> yeah. Hello, fellow human. I'm Kitty with an IE. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he kind of is confused at that, but, you know, nods. <laughs> Jem's going to try and, like, give really firm, burly handshakes to each of them. Patches doesn't try to, he just does. <laughs> it's innate. <laughs> How does Patches' grip strength work without bones? Articulating fingers. Do we have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Patches' anatomy cross off. The way it always does, it's like he's made of pure muscle. He just tenses. <laughs> so, you folks looking to leave as soon as possible? Eh, four or five days, about. Not more than a week? Yeah. I need to uh, need to clear my leave of absence, I think, with a few people first. I see. Well, I'm not exactly sure on how long it takes to get enchanted sails set up. I haven't, I haven't worked with them before. But if it's uh, anything like changing out a regular sail, it shouldn't be too long after we have all the funds for that. Great, great. How long are we going to be in Kabara? Have we discussed that at all? Nope. Like, are we straight up taking a 40-day trip for an afternoon and then coming back? <laughs> well, it depends on how long it takes for us to find the cloud. How are we going to capture a cloud? I have to think about that. Condensation. 
a jar. A jar. Mm, I have to find a big jar then. But yeah, I don't know because we don't know where the artifact is. How big is Kabara? Kabara is pretty big. <laughs> Are you folks looking for a round? Round trip, preferably. Oh, I thought it was one way. Yeah, because we don't know how long we'll be there, right? Ooh, we don't know if something else will happen that'll draw us further into the continent. Because that's true. <laughs> Do you want to come back to Shard? I mean, you know, Shard's been my home for the last uh, year and a half or so. So, yeah. It's hard to just, even with everything that's happened, to just go, okay, see ya, and never come back. <laughs> well, I mean, not never, but... I feel like a break from the city would be good for you. <sighs> Maybe. My home has been the open road. Ah, uh, country roads? Taking you home? <laughs> to the place I belong. <laughs> <laughs> West Virginia! What's that? West Largo! <laughs> <laughs> well, Patches... I'm sure we can work something out if you have any, I don't know, magic thingies that, you know, could talk to people at long distances. Do you do you know any of those? We know of some places you can go to do that, but I don't have any on my person. Mm, that's unfortunate. Um, Mickey, how far is sending again? Short. Mm, it's like 150 feet or something, right? Message? The cantrip? Yeah. Yeah, message. it's short. Yeah, sorry, message. Sending is the long one. Remember, people aren't ignoring you. Your spell just doesn't go that far. Well, <laughs> that's why I got rid of it. <laughs> are we in the lower district right now? We must be. That's where the water is. You are below the lower districts, yeah. Okay. You're on the shoreline. <laughs> got it. Then, uh, yeah, since we're down here anyway, I might make a quick stop. Uh, it on his faces and just leave a message. <laughs> that would not be a quick stop. <laughs> you have to walk all the way back. But you got a couple of days before the fight. Like, you got not a lot to do. Yeah, uh, just sometime, sometime in between now and the fight, I'll do that. And just let them know that I'm going anywhere. I'm leaving for an undisclosed amount of time. Not undisclosed because I'm dishonest, but undisclosed because I don't know. <laughs> And if they need anything, they know where to find me. And I'm going to be leaving in approximately four to five days. Yeah. We can do that in a, in a bit. Yeah. Well, sorry. Way in the future. Just <laughs> <laughs> so making sure I get that out there. Well, when you folks have uh, decided amongst yourselves whether or not you want to come back on my ship or... If you want to find some other way of transportation, or if you know how long you'll be, you'll be staying there, then we can talk about a return trip. Does that sound fair? Sounds great. Yeah. I guess we have 40 days to figure out how long we're going to be there, so... That is true. Mm-hmm. It was lovely meeting you, uh, meeting some of Emma's friends, but uh, we do need to make this delivery now, so come along, Emma. And uh, she waves you all goodbye as uh, they all join the Dorvish woman to move this cargo from off their ship to somewhere else. 
Well, now that that's settled, does do you guys want to do anything before the big fight? Baskin Robbins. I mean, Baskin Bobbins. <laughs> yeah. Miki wants to do a thing. Whether or not other people come with her is up to them. What's Miki going to do? Yeah, it depends on how personal you're going to make it sound. <laughs> <laughs> and how nosy everyone else is feeling. Miki needs to go find herself. After <laughs> seeing the college students have a purpose in life. No. Do you think college students have a purpose in life? I can assure you they do not. <laughs> Mickey's going to follow up on a lead she got from some ghosts about another tiefling that was talking to them, and she is intrigued. So going back to the district she was in while doing her research, she wants to see if she can find the same ghosts or find more ghosts who have talked to this Abe the tiefling guy. And see if she can find out more about him or figure out if he's alive and where she might find him. Okay. Go ahead and roll two d20s and let me know both numbers. Alright, well, I am going to roll two oversized chonks. (laughs) So get ready. Oh, one of these is much smaller than the other. One of Rena's, one of... uh, uh, someone else's. Be where all of Raina's dice are cursed. You don't know that. Raina loves me, sort of, kind of, maybe. It doesn't matter how much love goes into the gift; the curse remains. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. It was a five and a four. <laughs> uh, for reference, Raina's dice was the four. Yeah, that sounds about right. Reyna, your dice are going into dice jail. They're really good at rolling single digits, let me tell you. <laughs> if you need to roll low, roll Reyna's dice. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that they're just bad it, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> you, of all the spirits that you sifted, they are both unhelpful and don't know of any elderly tiefling man named Abe. Uh. I'm going to start asking anyone who's alive around me if they've seen an elderly tiefling man. No context. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and roll a... Just a d20. Okay, one minute. Uh, (laughs) Reyna's d20 is so large it gets trapped in my dice jail. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 12. Nice. Okay, so Um, that's better. (laughs) It wasn't off your die, Reyna. Oh, oh that's fine. <laughs> asking around, you don't... Wait, what, where are you asking around? The same place, but with people who are alive. What district? Or area? Or districts? You know, I'm probably going to ask close to Lower Tavik's Landing, where a lot of people move through. Okay. You are told by... The general consensus that you you get from talking to multiple people is that there are not is a lot get of get lost. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking to me? <laughs> of the useful information you get, it's like a way. <laughs> there are not a lot of tieflings in general, although there are more tieflings that live in the cogs, so underneath the lower districts. 
and that where that may be where you can find a greater number of tieflings, although no confirmation on your specific tiefling. Well, then I guess I go to the cogs. We've got time. Are you going alone to the cogs? Where is everyone else in this picture? Your your business is our business. <laughs> That's a no, God. I am not going alone. <laughs> Especially to the cogs, yeah. Gotta make sure you don't get jumped. Yeah, I'll say you spend the like a the, the rest of the day after you asked about boats to talk to spirits and also to talk to regular people, alive people. And at the end of the day, you reconvene with everyone else to let them know that you're going to the cogs. I'm going to the cogs, you guys. See you later. Wait, no, 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 no. You're now at night? (laughs) Well, I'm curious. Voice from the heavens. You're going to end up dead. We can just go in the morning when we wake up. But, But I found a lead. But you'll get shanked if you go now. (laughs) It's true. Why can't I just shank them back? Because you'll be too busy getting shanked by the second guy you didn't see. Uh, Why can't you shank them back? Because then I'll be shanked. (laughs) This is just the worst shanking conga line you've ever seen. (laughs) Episode title. (laughs) Shanking conga line. Shankers traveling herds. (laughs) <laughs> especially in the cogs you know how like a group of crows is called a murder a group of shankers is called a congo line <laughs> fine we can go tomorrow sorry miki we just don't want you to die i wouldn't die forever I also have to try and find a pugilism instructor. <laughs> what? It's a pugilism. Uh, it's like punching. <laughs> why Why can't you just say punching? <laughs> why do you need an instructor? Because he wants to be a pugilist. You know that fight thing those guys were training unarmed and I don't know I don't know if it's gonna be unarmed, but if it is, I want to be ready. Qua That was me throwing two punches. Yeah. Oh. So who is that was the sound of air passing by Patches's fist. <laughs> <laughs> he says hua hua as he does it. <laughs> so yeah, are we both signing up or a just deal. you, just me? I mean, I'm always... If it's doubles, let me... Let's... Should we all sign up? Oh, no, I should not. Oh. They can probably just sneeze on me and I'll fall over. I mean, let's, we should figure out what kind of tournament it is, you know. If it's like... Four on four, then, you know, we got this. If it's one on one, I don't want to have to beat any of you guys up. Yeah, did they give us... They didn't give us any information about it, right? No, they knew nothing. That's right. Do you have to sign a waiver? I'm not sure that this is a particularly legal event to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have to sign a fake waiver? (laughs) And then if we do, it's probably at the door. Not not beforehand. Kind of, yeah. I doubt they have a legal team, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get some sleep so that we can go on to the next scene. 
Now that we're in the future, I will go and leave a message. Yeah. I assumed you had plenty of time to do that while Nikki was talking to people and ghosts. Mm-hmm. Can I have been looking for a pugilism instructor during that time? Sure. Go ahead and roll a d20. Roll Reina's d20. Would this be like <laughs> investigation? This is actually one given to me by my sister. No, this is uh, this is chance. Can you find one, but you're not sure on how qualified they actually are? <laughs> I'll skip it. <laughs> Unless I'm getting Do you good, rate you know? them on Fantasy Yelp? I need to find Fantasy Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> or Fantasy um, Ralph Macchio from The Karate Kid. So, it is the following morning, as you have one more sleep before the day of the fight. What are y'all doing today? I was just going to ask, do you guys want to leave immediately the next day after the fight? I mean, we could. Because then that way, at least if we make enemies in the fight, we can just <laughs> skip town. <laughs> well, afterwards, we have to give that guy some money so that he can put his sale together, you know? Yeah, but like, do we want that the day after? Because like, the, the fight's at night, so do we want to go the morning of, and then like if they're ready that same day, we'll leave? Or do we want to, like, wait a day, rest up, and then like, do it the day after? Where are we getting the money to pay him? Well, the the reward is 150 right? So we're putting that money towards passage. Yes. We would have to, yeah. And then split the 100 between the rest of us, if, if that's all right. I don't have a problem with that. Works for me. Yeah, it'd just be 20 per person at that point. 25. Oh, it's 25, sorry. I was thinking five people, because I, I saw Nico in the... <laughs> I know, show. you're thinking about God again. And I yeah. think that's very generous about for you. We are very <laughs> theological in this group. We think about God Despite often. not having a single... We have a paladin. I guess we have a paladin. I don't draw my power from God. <laughs> draw my power from a sadder place. Oh, your fruity scented core that's right <laughs> <laughs> the little felt heart they gave you at build a bear it's exactly correct yeah <laughs> it's like they say you got to rub it on your head for intelligence rub it on your arm for strength rub it on your chest for constitution leg <laughs> for spell slots and where does wisdom come in huh <laughs> where does charisma come in the mouth obviously you don't want to know no. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh? You don't need to think about it like that. I know it was engaged, <laughs> but God, I'm not slut. <laughs> Moving right along. Thank you. What are you doing today? <laughs> Mickey's going to the cogs. Goodbye. And no, we're, we're going with, with you. <laughs> we're going with you, girly. We're we're in our we're behind her in a line like lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, like, has put a pack on her, like, back, like a small pack. And as she walks out the door, she goes, I'm going to the cogs. Goodbye. Everyone, (laughs) I just imagine everyone scrambles (laughs) out the door. Pat just sticks his head out of the bag. And and like little ducklings, you say goodbye to everyone, but uh, everyone is uh, trailing right behind you. (laughs) 
So I don't actually know how to get to the cogs. Oh my god. <laughs> Weren't we just there for the boat? No. That was that was on the shore, not underground. Oh, okay. It's the same like elevation level, but like the cogs would be underground. Would kitties feature for where is my feature? My city secrets. Gem's gotta know. Gem and Miki, go ahead and roll history rolls for me, please. Okay. What kitty wouldn't know? Man. Not any die that's touched the one Raina gave me. <laughs> mm, that's just an 11 for me. Not 20! Hey! So, you know, somehow, through reading probably? I don't know. Yeah. Word of mouth? That the entrance to Cogsgate, the most common entrance to Cogsgate, or the, the most common entrance to the Cogs is in Cogsgate. Hence the name. That tracks. Uh, there, That is the biggest and easiest entrance to go down to that level. There are other entrances, although they are sometimes more guarded or just like uncomfortable versus the entrance at Cogsgate is like a relatively leisurely set of stairs navigating through what you know it is relatively easy to find the entrance to Cogsgate as there are labels in that district and also a lot of foot traffic going in and out what seems to be going in and out of Cogsgate are large shipments of unprocessed and also processed metals i'm assuming that nobody has been here before so, going down into the district, you immediately notice that there is a large temperature difference. It is quite warm in the the district that you are now in. It's not, like, uncomfortably hot, but, like, it's like if you're wearing a jacket, that's definitely going to make you sweat a lot. Except for Patches. Patches is always dry. <laughs> <laughs> Has no glands. <laughs> totally glandless. Does that mean he's also hormoneless? Correct. Okay. Yeah, he's made out of cotton and fabric. Magic. And magic. <laughs> In the area that you currently see is a somewhat like organized what you would expect for like a a foundry district. There are lots of buildings and storefronts, as well as visible metalworking and the sounds of forges and bellows going. There are pathways and kind of roads like you would expect them to be. There are signs directing you to the exit, as well as signs for ash black which is another region of the Cogs. Well, I thought it was an insurance company. <laughs> Going to the Ash Black Insurance. <laughs> We're on your side. Yeah, you know, they have a the little duck. <laughs> as far as the denizens Jim of... Jim immediately. <laughs> as far as the denizens of the Cogs go, you see a lot of... A good number of dwarves, as well as a good number of warforged and other 
maybe not so welcome races. You see a handful of tieflings, uh, more tieflings than you've seen in the lower districts of Tavik's Landing. And you see occasional others, uh, a handful of like half-elves and humans. There's even a couple of lizard folk. Oh, like the one in Baskin Robbins. Raskin Bobbins. Oh, there's also a good number of monstrous races down here as well. There's some gnolls wandering about uh, that nobody seems to be paying much attention to, as well as some... Gnolls fielding? A few goblins and uh, a couple of hobgoblins. The one particular gnoll named Gnolls Fielding is wearing really good boots. <laughs> Dressed to the nines. Also, for some reason on Discord, your mic popped a little bit, so I thought you said a hot goblin instead Same. of a hobgoblin. <laughs> I was like, oh, we don't even need to roll for this one. Yeah, yeah that goblin's specifically very hot. <laughs> Quick question. Mm -hmm. Who are these people? It's been a minute since I've thought about them. There's that one... That one monstrous gang in Sharn. Yeah. The Dask? Yes, the Dask. The one that Jem accidentally peeved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and hence how she got her beauty marks on her face. Mm -hmm. What of them? Do they, do they live down here? You... Jem, you would not know very much outside of the Tyrants in terms of, like, gang territories. You... Roll roll a history check at disadvantage for me, please. At disadvantage? I don't need help. I roll bad enough on my own. Should we put Reyna in dice jail? <laughs> oh, actually, that was relatively Maybe. decent. That's a good idea. History? That's gonna be a 17. Ooh, very nice. Maybe not. Yeah, you would know that the Dask do have some or all control of the cogs. You're not certain if that's 100% true, but that's what you've heard. And you've also heard that the Boromar clan controls much of Middle and Lower Dura. I'll hand, um, I don't know this actually, but Jam, if, if you need something, I have my Memphis, Tennessee hat. Oh, and morph suit. <laughs> the morph suit is patches sized. I don't think you'd fit. Yeah, that's true. It just ended up looking like a weird, like nineteen ten swimsuit on her. Probably. <laughs> As you guys stand about taking in the sights of the district you are currently in and the cogs, you get a lot of move aside <laughs> or what the hell are you doing standing around. What are you looking at? <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah, as people try to move heavy carts or things, and eventually you stand, like, parallel to a building and people start leaving you alone. Although, if you stay there for a long time, you also get funny looks, but nobody says anything to you. While we're down here, Kitty's gonna constantly be keeping an eye out just to make sure we don't get pickpocketed. Same. Surprisingly, you do see some Sharn Watch down here as well. There are occasional guards roaming about. Roll a perception check, both of you guys. Use this one. Yeah, is a tan for Kitty. 
It's going to be a 23 for Jem. Yeah, Jem, you keep a sharp eye out. There are some people that are looking at you guys, watching you guys as you stand there and do nothing, but they make no attempts to approach you. I'm going to square up. (laughs) It seems like for the most part, everyone's keeping their distance or minding their own business. All right, which way, Miki? Oh, um, uh, is there any general direction where any tieflings are going? (laughs) There doesn't seem to be, well, they're not tieflings specifically, but most of the foot traffic either seems to be going deeper towards the ash black or out towards the surface. That's like the main foot traffic. What was the name again? Abe. Abe. I'd like to flag down like a goblin or hobgoblin and ask them, in goblin, uh, do you know of uh, in Abe the tiefling, kind of a spirit medium? I could even go for a spirit small at this point. (laughs) (laughs) You get a response (laughs) in goblin that's like, Abe, haven't heard of him. And the goblin keeps walking. Appreciate it. I'm gonna ask whoever passes by. If I were to want to find somebody who could tell my fortune, where would I go? You stop one of the dwarves, and the dwarf just gives like a, a hearty laugh and says, Ha <laughs> Down here? No, that wasn't a joke. You'd go up to the surface. <laughs> Oh, that is fair. That does seem like more of a entertainment sort of entertainment district sort of business. Yeah. Yeah, what she said. Yeah, thank you. And the dwarf uh, keeps going deeper down into the ash black. Ooh. I guess I look for anyone that has some sort of like amulet or paraphernalia that's more spiritual looking who's going to be more receptive to that question than the dwarf yeah if you begin wandering around looking around this district you see quite easily because it's it's quite hot down here especially as you keep wandering you wander towards the signs that say ash black it slowly rises in temperature to where it starts to become slightly uncomfortable people are not super religious down here it seems there's not a whole lot of open signs of faith and you don't see a lot of people wearing any religious symbols everyone seems to be for the most part dressed in as as little clothes as makes them comfortable (laughs) while working next to the hot forges and it's kind of all whatever clothes as Clothing around here, working in the forges, seems to be for practical reasons and prone to getting burned or dirty. Nico, how do we find the cool tiefling? <laughs> you know, I didn't think you were going to go down to the cogs today, so I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> I'll <laughs> let you guys search for the remainder of this day when we come back from break. We'll take a break here and reconvene in 10 minutes. Take a break with us as... I don't remember what the normal outro is. Okay, bye. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs>
quick prep. <laughs> right. We don't have a normal outro. <laughs> bye bye. Okay, so Nico, usually I um, record, mess up, and delete, and I've done this seven times, so what you're getting is what you're getting! Hey, welcome to the intermission of episode 16. If you're, uh, Emily, please don't follow the following advice. If you're anyone but Emily, take a break here. Cycle your fluids, grab some more popcorn, grab some more wine, grab another fuzzy blanket, and then when you're ready, press play again. Welcome back to everyone except for John, who's in Malaysia now. Say hi to all my cousins! (laughs) (laughs) Hi, all Ashley's cousins. I'm gonna (laughs) let y'all search. I'm assuming y'all want to continue your search for this tiefling man. Yes, we will continue our fruitless search. How how likely are we to find him based on your level of readiness? If you roll well enough, I'll I'll just have you stumble upon him. <laughs> okay, everyone needs to put away my dice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's two districts that are labeled here. There's the black bones that's closer to the surface, and there's ash black that's a little further in. Which district is which district are you going to search for him in? You guys can split up if you would like. No splitting up. No shanking. Okay. Well, I say two and two is fine. Just, you should have a buddy. But if we want to stick, I don't know what's worse in this situation, being in a group of four or just being with one other person. Yeah, as you guys wander about, it is very obvious that you guys do not live here. Yeah, let's split up. <laughs> You guys uh, have that tourist look, which, like, you're always, like, looking around for the signs, and, like, nobody else is doing that. It's very obvious that you don't know where you're going. Alright, we'll split up, then. I claim patches. Alrighty. Are you guys splitting up within the Black Bones district, or the Ash Black district as well? I thought it was, like, two per district. Yeah. Yeah, we can go in deeper if you want. I was gonna say, before we split up, Kitty will do the same thing as we did at the party where she'll make part of Patches glow. Slightly. Not too obviously. Sure. What say we meet back here in, I don't know, an hour? Yeah. I think that's a good plan. Because even if one of us finds him, we can always just meet back up here and then go find him again. Yeah. Anything happens, you make this stop glow and we'll come find you. Anything happens to y'all, you uh, scream real loud, and we'll come running. Good plan. I have message, so I'll just keep pinging Gem. Well, we're gonna I be kind her. of far away. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like Mark. We played Marco Polo before. I guess that's true. If it's a cantrip, yeah. Oh, hang on. <clears throat> I think really hard um, to summon Lieutenant Sparkles. <laughs> Because I can, I can telepathically communicate with him while he's within one mile of me. Yeah, where does your horse live Hold the rest on. of the time? Remind me, remind me again, John. Yeah, it does. <laughs> do, do you apparate Lieutenant Sparkles, or is it like Lieutenant Sparkles exists, and then you just like call him over? I do, does the Wet Eagle have a stables? 
No, but Adrazen will make something for you that works. <laughs> it's a post outside with a piece of rope tied to it. <laughs> That's all he needs. He's a magical horse. <laughs> so, like, does does Lieutenant Sparkles operate whenever you want? Like, like batteries, or is it like different? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You're calling down Lieutenant Sparkles? <laughs> oh, wait, you know what I can do? Is if we wait here for ten minutes, I can re-summon him. <laughs> yeah, you can do that, too. Just real quick. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can I can actually dismiss him whenever I want. So yeah, I'll dismiss him and then conjure him back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so does he conjure, like, at your side? Yes. I think... <laughs> hmm. What's the most? What's what's the funniest option? Oh, I think no. like as I'm casting the spell, like my hands start to glitter, and then I throw the glitter in the air, and it falls on the form of a horse, and then sparkles <laughs> appears. <laughs> Excellent. Does this frighten the locals? <laughs> Does it make them look at us with more Im- 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 impression impressionism? Can I do it in like a side alley so not as many people see? <laughs> Because I do need to keep a low profile. <laughs> roll roll a, a, a stealth check at disadvantage for me, John. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. I realize I've been trying to ask if they think we're more impressive now. <laughs> well, one of them's in that 20, um, but I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tried to duck through one of these side alleys, but it, the... There's not, like, much wall coverage, unfortunately, where you are, and uh, with the height of Lieutenant Sparkles being a big horse, it, it that, between that and the glitter, which very much does not match the surrounding atmosphere, everyone sees. <laughs> That's alright. The, the people that are hunting me don't know I can summon a horse. People are looking at you. They think the you guys are freaks. Know yet. <laughs> My beautiful pink-maned unicorn... I'll walk it out and I'll say, all right, my lieutenant will go with you and they'll, uh, we'll keep in contact with each other so long as we're within one mile, one fantasy mile. Um, uh, why do uh, we have to take the horse? Because otherwise I can't communicate with it because it'll be right next to me and I won't know where you are. (laughs) That's a bit much. Yeah. We're going to draw a lot of attention. You're gonna get a shanked in a conga line, <laughs> Patches. Or I could go off and I just take Lieutenant Patch or Lieutenant Patches, <laughs> Lieutenant Sparkles with me. Yeah, where are you headed? Are you headed around in Blackbones, or are you headed down to Ash Black? <laughs> with that, Miki takes the horse and leaves. No, this is bad. No, come back. <laughs> Wait. Oh no. <laughs> Jem's just gonna watch her go, like, tight-lipped and not fully sure whether or not she should intervene or just let natural selection run its course. <laughs> I wanna- I'm gonna have Lieutenant Sparkles stop. Because I have power over Sparkles. He listens to me. Yeah, Lieutenant Sparkles stops. And I say, fine. <laughs> you don't want him around? And I dismiss Lieutenant Sparkles and <laughs> Miki falls on the ground. Oh, I wanted him around. 
I'm sorry, Patches. I think he just brings a little bit too much attention down here. Yeah, you know, we're we already look like tourists. We don't who is who are you? Have we met before? Uh, I've <laughs> never seen this suit of armor in my life. I would just like to say to everybody, um, yeah, where are the guards? <laughs> oh fine, we'll do it the old fashioned way, but when you get shanked and we can't respond fast enough, don't blame me. It's okay, I've been shanked before. I'll probably get shanked again. At least we know I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, what district are you searching in? I think Miki is going to just search the district she's already in. Yeah, uh, Kitty and Jem will go deeper. Okay. Um, so, Miki and Patches, can you both roll perception checks? Perception check! 18. Nice. 17. Ooh, very nice. So you comb the district of Blackbones for this elderly tiefling with a lot of tattoos on his right arm. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that, but that is what you've been told. Oh yeah, he's tatted up. He's also what, red, right? Yes. He is, uh, he has vibrant red skin. And eventually you, searching the buildings and working your way towards the lava rivers that do exist in this district, you eventually... As you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's part of the reason why it's so hot down here. You eventually do find a elderly tiefling man in a tent that seems to be or near a tent that seems that's set up near one of the near the largest lava flow in this area who seems to be squatting in that general area there are no surrounding buildings as the closer you get to the lava flow it becomes uncomfortably hot and unbearably hot to most regular beings does miki have fire resistance no, Miki's an ice tiefling. This sucks. She's been casting Ray of Frost around herself for You ages. hate this. This is the worst. It is uncomfortably hot for you. Probably unbearably hot to even get as close as where that tent is. That's maybe 10, 20 feet from the river of lava itself. As you watch, you roll perception check for me. Both of you guys. Oh, that was much shittier. That's an 11. Uh, six. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) You guys don't see a whole lot. This tiefling man somewhat matches the description that you were given, Miki. Hard to confirm. He's wearing essentially a, a bathrobe as he paces back and forth outside of his tent, talking, but there's no one else in the area. Ooh, can I use my uh, my eyes of the dead or whatever to see if he's talking to a ghost? Yeah. What, what is that ability? We workshopped it so that I could use one of my bardic, uh, one of my bardic inspirations to be able to see ghosts and interact with them oh yeah that's right okay 
Tales from Beyond. There are not any ghosts immediately around him. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so ready oh. for this crazy prospector tiefling man. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, think about what you want to do. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the ash black, as you and Kitty begin to wander down to a lower, it's not like a whole level lower, but it slowly tilts down further, deeper into the earth. And it also is notably hotter down here. You see a large river of lava where at some points you have to like climb an elaborate contraption across without taking damage. <laughs> here is not as nice as the Blackbones district. It seems to be built very stingily <laughs> where everything is super super dense there are narrow narrow walkways and some like walkways where you see people walking between various buildings and forges you're like is that a walkway or are they just squeezing themselves between buildings and that's kind of the whole vibe down here okay <laughs> you get halfway like maybe three blocks in before signs stop appearing and at that point it is up to you whether you want to proceed further. So I'm gonna turn to Kitty and say, "So we gotta, we gotta play it cool. We cannot look like tourists down here." <laughs> and I'm gonna like stuff my hands in my pockets, kind of have that like, you know, blase sort of posture. <laughs> yeah. Of like, yeah, I live in this, <laughs> this shit hole. <laughs> 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 what are you gonna do about it kind of energy and um just you know keep an eye out but like act as natural as possible as well go ahead and roll a performance check and kitty you as well if you're gonna join in on this well i was gonna say kitty's wants to look around and see like check out the appearance of the people who look like locals like do i do do we have to rub dirt on our faces yeah 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 anything we have to do (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll lump that in with the same performance rule. Okay. Okay. Is it performance or deception? It, it, I'm I'm gonna say performance. Okay. I got a nat twenty. That gives me a nineteen. Ooh, very nice. nice. I got a thirteen. So like, not the worst. Yeah, Kitty, you immediately like pick up random gunk on the floor and start smearing it all over yourself, uh, and you look the part definitely and are trying your best to pick up on the acting portion of it as well gem you're i don't know distracted your acting is a little less convincing than whatever kitty has going on <laughs> i'll join her in rubbing garbage yeah. all over me and so you guys that, are now you know, that stank <laughs> covered in soot and grease and both of you please roll perception checks at disadvantage for me because it is very difficult to see around here because of how this district is set up badly. <laughs> Double nines. At disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay. You guys see down here are mostly... It has a higher population of Warforged than, your, than the previous district. There are 
very seldom other races, although if there are other people down here, it's dwarves or monstrous people. There doesn't seem to be many humans, tieflings, or... Elves or yeah, tiny humans. No, yeah, <laughs> none of those. As down here is not only extremely claustrophobic, it is also significantly hotter. It's almost uncomfortably hot. Makes you feel like you're dehydrated even if you're not. Probably not here. Yeah. You guys do get a couple of funny looks in which they're like, you don't go here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it doesn't, nobody gives you any trouble. Jen's going to return those looks with like the way that the the main guy, Katsu, I think his name is, uh, in Way of the House Husband, the way he looks at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we go find the others? I don't think we're going to find Mr. Abe here. Yeah, let's. Let's go. Yeah, after an hour of searching in the areas that still have signs to the surface and to black bones, you're, you don't find any tieflings that match that description. Okay. Back to the other group. The tiefling who's talking to himself. What are you, what are you doing? From as close as I can bear, which is not close. Yeah, you're probably still a good 30 feet from him. I'm just gonna like call out like hello sir excuse me hey you can you roll a persuasion check for me <laughs> a check for politeness <laughs> ah balls 12 he looks at you and then, like, after some thought, decides to ignore you. <laughs> <sighs> and this time he uh, he is still pacing about, but he's not talking to himself as loudly. Kind of more just under his breath. Are you, uh, are you Abe? Hold on. Patches? Do you have any weaknesses, uh, like... Uh, not resistance. Are you flammable? Is my question. Just in general. <laughs> Do I have any weaknesses? Yeah. Are you extra flammable? I I don't have any fire dangers. Okay, cool. you're you're not a fire hazard. Okay, just no. checking. Even though you're made of fluff. Yeah, maybe you should change that, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> you are always dry. <laughs> Unless Miki has been using you as a, a sweat towel. <laughs> <laughs> He's in armor. It wouldn't work. Oh yeah, that's true. You, uh, you do you approach the the tieflings' tent? Yeah, I'll, I'll approach him a little bit. Uh, we're we're looking for an Abe, uh, some kind of spirit medium. <laughs> a, a spirit medium. <laughs> wow, what do you want? Oh. Is, uh, well... Go on, spit it out. My friend is also a spirit medium. And we're looking for some information. Oh no, I was just curious. But, you know. Namely, that we're looking to satisfy our curiosities. Congratulations, it sucks. Why? Ugh. There are so many reasons. 
But, you know, if you're happy with it, power to you. I mean, I don't really care. It's been my life for the past shit. Patches, how old are you again? <laughs> ten? Is Patches ten? Well, I'm ten-ish. Eight? Yeah, ten. Ten years? And he gives you a kind of a, a star- sarcastic smile. That's great. All right, how long has it been happening to you? Can you just leave me alone? That'd be fantastic. We came all this way to find you, and this is how you're going to treat us? Why would you come find me? Curiosity killed the tiefling? I've just never met anyone else who does what I do. It seemed kind of cool. Like, woo, there's two of us. What, you want, like, a party hat or something? No, I just want, well, you know what? Nope, I don't want anything. Fine. Bye. And Miki's just going to walk away. And he's going to go back to <laughs> pacing around his tent and <laughs> talking to himself. As Ugh. Miki walks away, I just want to walk up to him. And does he have any, like, like a chair or something? <laughs> there doesn't seem to be much furnishing. There is the large tent and some scattered belongings, but no... Like like furnishings. There's a, a couple of stacks of books. There's a cup. <laughs> it's pretty basic. I'll just stomp my clanking metal foot, and I'll look at this guy, and I'll say, you just talked down to one of the greatest people I know. All because you're all bitter because of what this curse has done to you. Well, she's living with it too. Listen, I have better things to do than console your friend. Oh, yeah, like pacing a circle. There are things bigger than you and I. That wave. And I can tell you don't want any help with them. No, I wouldn't want you or your friend to, I don't know, sit around and play nice. You're a sad man. Great, thanks. He gestures to, for you to join Miki again. Let's see. What, what, is there anything I can do to this guy before I go? <laughs> Matches, come on! Can I? Here's what I'm gonna do. I want to punch him and at the same time use lay on hands to heal all the damage I do. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> roll a roll a d twenty. Uh, roll roll the hit. Go ahead. Uh, eighteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, that hits. Mm-hmm. You're gonna kill the NPC. <laughs> no, he's not. He's casting lay on hands. I'm immediately healing him. Yeah, you you sock him real good, and he you. How much damage do you do? Five. <laughs> you like uppercut him and he goes flat on his back and and you heal him at the same time and he kind of like scrambles back and is like jesus what the fuck is wrong with you people grow up and then i'm gonna walk away fuck you too (laughs) that's the last you hear from him as you go back towards the city settlement area of black bones For what it's worth, you're the nicest medium I've ever met.
Patches, did you punch that man? <laughs> Only a little. Patches. So the Patches is like, here's a compliment. And Mickey's like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> he was mean to you. He deserved it. People are mean all the time. We can't punch all of them. It's too much effort. I'll punch whichever ones I can. No one's mean to my girl. Oh. If your armor wasn't burning hot right now, I'd give you a kiss on the head. I would not recommend it. It would be first or at least it would be at least first degree burns. Yeah, we'll wait till we get up on the surface. All right, let's go find the other two. Yeah, you wander back to the main roads and eventually with enough wandering, you do run into a very sweaty, greasy, ashy kitty and gem. What happened to you? Blending in. Yeah, we were fitting in. I don't know what you're getting on about. Abe sucks. I, like, take a handkerchief and, like, rub at Kitty's face and go, maybe more at the blending of whatever. What is this? Uh, Kitty definitely acts like the petulant kid who doesn't want the mom doing the thumb-licking <laughs> rubbing thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jem's gonna walk up to Patches and go, oh, you guys found him? Yeah, he was saying something about, oh, there's something so much bigger than you and me. And I was like, well, we could help. And he was like, no, I don't want you around. So I punched him. Did you throw him <laughs> nice. in the fire? No, I didn't want to kill the guy. I just wanted to send a message. Well, where is he? Maybe I can talk to him. He said something mean to Miki. Oh, I'll go throw him in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no one's throwing anyone in the fire. I don't need to throw him in the fire. I'll just go talk to him. Why were you trying to find this guy anyway? I don't know, some ghosts were talking about him, and I thought it'd be interesting. I've never met anyone else who does what I do, like, legitimately. Like, I've met a lot of people who, like, faked doing what I do, but no one who legitimately does it. Did you tell him the ghosts were looking for you, or, like, the ghosts told you about him? No, I mean, he didn't really ask for proof that I could do what he did. I think it was just implied. But you didn't tell him... So you just kind of came up and were like, you're a spirit medium. And that was that? <laughs> uh, those might have been Patch's exact words. <laughs> yeah, um, Kitty, you want to come with me really quick? Okay. All right. I'm, uh, can Patches, where is he? Give us a general direction. We'll go talk to him. I point that way. All right. Can we go? Wandering uh, around, you're looking in the city uh, as you roll perception checks for me, please. I mean, I could, we can lead him back. I'll just try and stay out of sight because I did punch him. Okay. In. okay. I thought Patches wanted nothing to do yeah. with him. Lead us back, but don't get don't get into like vicinity, you know. Yeah, if I see him again, I am going to beat him up. They lead you guys to the edge of the buildings in Blackbone and point towards the giant lava river as there is a tent and uh, what seems to be a squatter's area occupied by one <laughs> relatively close to the lava river. Currently, there is no tiefling in sight. There is just the tent. Oh. Okay, maybe he's inside the tent. Yeah, I was gonna say Kitty just goes in. Maybe he jumped in the lava. Yeah, can we just go take a, take a look around? Yeah. I'm walking into the tent. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty T poses. <laughs> you walk into the tent and there is not a whole lot here either. 
Outside, there was a couple of journals and uh, a cup and maybe some utensils and a plate. Inside, there are a couple more journals, and there is a elderly tiefling man turned away from you towards the inside of the tent. Uh, and there is a glowing crystal ball in the center of the tent. There's like a couple of food slash pantry items that are kind of piled to the side. And that's pretty much all that's here. It's pretty sparse. As you enter the tent, there is no response from the tiefling man. Steal the crystal yeah. ball. I was going to say, I grab the crystal ball <laughs> and then I'm going to walk out the tent. As uh, you reach to grab the crystal ball, the elderly tiefling man's eyes are glowing red as well as the crystal ball is giving a, a, a fight, a faint white, white, yellowish. It's not red glow, but a yellowish or, or white glow. As you pick it up, both glows go out and he turns to you and says, what the fuck do you think you're doing? I just walk out <laughs> and I head to the lava river. Oh. I'm assuming he follows me. You're, can you make a strength dexterity, uh, a strength contested check with me? Because he's not going to let you just walk out. You're right there. <laughs> why a strength? Why not a dex? It's kind of a tug of war situation. Oh man, I suck at strength. Man, we make everyone's days worse. Hey, listen, I did not antagonize a single person here. <laughs> you guys did not give me any garbage Yet. about this. 17. Ooh, Ooh, I rolled a 19. He yanks it back I rolled a 19 too, but I have a negative two. <laughs> he yanks it back from you and says, Jesus, can't a guy get some peace and quiet around here? What do you want? <laughs> Since that didn't work, I'm going to just pull out my gun and point it at him. Oh my <laughs> god. god. Okay, I'm going to, I'm intervening. I'm intervening. No, 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 no. And I'm going <laughs> to, going to grab Kitty by, the, by <laughs> the back of her shirt and go, we do not aim firearms at people. Do you get me? We do if we mean to shoot. No, not here. Not in enemy territory. He needs to apologize to Mickey. Who? Kitty. Okay. Sir, I'm sorry. Could put it put that damn thing away. Come on. <laughs> Do it. I lower it, but I'm still holding it. <laughs> Hand it over. No. Kitty. No. Kitty, I'm not kidding. Hand it he over. He needs to apologize to Mickey. And he will when you're not threatening him to do it. Any apology under duress is not a genuine one, okay? It's not? Oh, if you want a genuine apology, you might as well shoot me now. Listen, sir, I'll deal with you in a second, okay? I'm trying to get the toddler to give up the gun first. Hand it over, Kitty. You'll get it back, I promise. Kitty's just glaring at Abe. Jeb's just glaring at Kitty. <laughs> While there's this standoff, he's going to go back and put his crystal ball down and set up a few things in the room, uh, seemingly for another ritual spell. The same one that you saw before. All right, all right, all right. Sir, listen. Yes. Listen, I'm not here to ask for an apology for our friend. I don't care. I'll be quite honest, because I'm sure you had your reasons. Everyone down here should. But 
I just want you to know there were a few details that she didn't tell you. She's also, the spirits told her about you. And if this is, as you said, so much bigger than us, then if you don't want to deal with it, we could take it on for you. And upon mention of the spirits telling her about him, he turns around to look at you, Jem, and says, what did they say? I don't know. She just said that they told her about you. And I think she was just looking for someone that she could relate to. and Just mentioned me? Or did they tell her to find me? I think, I'm going to be honest with you, sir. I really think finding you was of her own volition, not necessarily the will of whatever spirit she was talking to at the time. Okay, in that case, it probably doesn't matter. Why? Uh, hey, listen, I'm I'm old as hell, too. I get it. I don't like people talking to me, especially random people from the street. But, you know, if listen, it bothers you so much. If I talk to spirits, and she also talks to spirits, and a spirit that has talked to me talks to her, it is possible that that spirit will mention me. Doesn't mean it means anything. Yeah, but you had a moment where you made it sound like it did mean something, so that's what I'm wondering about. It could, but not necessarily. Yeah, and what if it did? I mean, I don't know, I'm just the middleman here. I'm looking for specifics. I don't know, maybe they said, The great Abe is the one who will save the Earth, but he cannot be rude to a, to a tiny human and an elf he just met. <laughs> Spirits don't talk like that. And he turns around and goes back to setting up for uh, another ritual cast. Tell your friend it was nothing. It was nothing. But it was something. And I'm going to um, pull out a platinum piece. And I'm going to hold it between my fingers and I'm going to go, and I think you could tell us what it is. And he turns around, uh, crosses his arm and says, listen, I don't want your money. I just want to be left alone. It's okay. Jem, we should just leave him alone to fail at whatever he's trying to do. Oh my god. And we just let him die a sad, lonely life. Thank you. Miki okay. at this point will send message to Jem and be like, how's it going in there? This is taking a while. Um, when I respond, is it verbal or is it telepathic? Is it, um, that's a good question. I think it's verbal. Okay, then I'm just going to go, oh, yeah, Kitty pulled a gun on him, and he's being overall uncooperative. But, you know, if you tell him what the spirits actually told you, he might talk. And he starts to make shooing motions with his hands. Can you please leave my tent? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me a second. <laughs> As you wait for another message. <laughs> the message comes back. They didn't tell me anything. They just said he also speaks to spirits. Oh. Well, then, yeah, okay. Because uh, he said if they just mentioned him, then it was probably nothing. And if they just mentioned him, then it was probably nothing. Okay. Cool, sir. Can I get you, like, a drink or something for bothering you? You could leave me alone. That'd be great. Okay, see you later. Hopefully not. <laughs> I'll make sure to come back next week, sir. <laughs> and we're going to become great friends, you and I. As he shuts the tent flap. 
when Kitty leaves, she's gonna kick at one of the poles, so hopefully they can't move up. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a strength check. Yeah, strength check. Oh, that's a three. <laughs> it it gives it gives a you know that side a shake. That's it. <laughs> Dad, am I remembering this correctly? I don't feel like the the spirit said anything important about him. No, I believe you asked the spirit about other mediums, and this is what the spirit told you. What did Jem say? Did she say to go kick his ass? <laughs> no, she said that Kitty already tried to kill him. You know, for someone with some sort of divine mission where he needs to save the world on his own, he's not really looking for allies, is he? I don't know that it's that important. Maybe he's just, like, catastrophizing it in his head. Probably. Maybe he, like... He's a he's a fantasy door dasher. <laughs> I gotta get the salami cheese on rye to this guy or else the world will explode. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's doing what I assume most spirit mediums would do, which is try to put the spirits at rest. The only thing that's gonna be resting over there is my foot in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Because she still can't touch patches, she just, oh, she takes one of her hairpins that she's been wearing and just, like, tinks them on the top of the head. Whenever Kitty and Jem rejoin, Kitty's stomping like an upset child. You see Kitty stomp over to join you all. (laughs) I will take Kitty in a hug and kiss the top of her head and, like, pat it and go, there, there. It was a gallant effort. I tried to knock his tent down, and I couldn't do it. It's a heartfelt gesture, but you guys are both disgustingly sweaty. <laughs> oh, and I still got dirt all over me. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to yeah, sweat Yeah, but you're off. also not going to give me first-degree burns, so. <laughs> That's, true. That's fair. Yeah, better sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the fun of it, I'll try to do the same thing to Jem. Jem will just <laughs> lean down at a 45-degree angle. <laughs> <laughs> or squat. <laughs> All right, can we, I, uh, I'm not built for this. I'm an ice tiefling. Yeah, let's get out of here before someone from the desk recognizes me. Who's the desk? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> okay. There's just one thing I got to do real quick, and it it's <laughs> over by the tent, but it's not in the tent. Patches, if you go back over to the tent, I will, <laughs> what spells do I have at my availability today? Patches, if you go back over to the tent, I will make you go blind for an hour. Oh my god. This is the most benign thing I can do. Patches, if you go back over to the tent, I'm going to cast a great necromantic spell on you. (laughs) Patches, if you go back over to the tent, I will cast hypnotic pattern. You will just be staring at it for a minute. (laughs) Patches, if you want to go back to the tent, I could turn you invisible and they can't find you. (laughs) Kitty! Kitty, no. Whoa. I couldn't kick it down, but Patches can. All right, all right. We're going to Raskin Bobbins. We're going to go harass some lizard folk who are earning minimum wage. We're going to have a nice evening, okay? All right, let's go. Nikki makes sure her group of gremlins is walking in front of her so no one can double back to the tent. Hey, hey, I'm not 
I'm not looking to cause trouble. I want to leave. <laughs> She's making sure her two two gremlins and one reasonable other adult for the day are walking in front of her so no one can double back. To uh, the group bed. has two brain cells. Miki is constantly in possession of one and the other one bounces around. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. if we cause problem in Dragon Eyes, that's no problem because I live there. I get it. But down here? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all make it back to the Raskin Bobbins of your choice with the same sad minimum wage lizard folk person there uh, serving What's you. What's their name? Yeah, did we ever roll for the no. lizard folk? <laughs> We're not doing a scene here. <laughs> you guys get the name of the lizard folk person. Oh, I didn't. I rolled with it. You can roll for hotness. I'm not generating anything. You guys get your ice cream, and then you guys go home, because you guys are gross and sweaty, and it's been a long day. Do lizard folk get advantage? That's up to you. Are yeah. you a monster? Huh? Yeah, I'm a tiefling. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, that's a seven. I got a six. Got I'd a like six. peanut butter, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually, you guys make it back to the Wet Eagle to rest before the day of the fight. Is there anything else you would like to do? I I would. When we get back and everyone like starts settling in and you know everyone starts chilling out, Jem's gonna order a bottle of something strong from Adrasid, <laughs> and mm-hmm. just kind of if Mickey and Kitty are kind of off to the side, she's just gonna beckon patches over. I'll I'll go up and see what's up. Miki is playing chess against Kitty and losing atrociously. <laughs> Kitty is eating the pieces when Miki looks away. <laughs> Kitty is complimenting Miki every chance she gets. <laughs> and if a Drayson's nearby, I'm going to wait until he either leaves or ask him to make some distance. Yeah, he's going about the, the place seemingly okay. setting up, I don't know, decorations. <laughs> Uh, Patches, you don't drink, right? I mean, I can, but I I don't really have a need to. And also, I would not become inebriated. Hmm. Well, you're welcome to drink if you would like to, but I just... I've had some stuff on my mind since Harks came by with the news, and I needed to bounce it off of somebody, and Kitty just... I love her to pieces, but she just wouldn't get it. And I needed someone who could understand. Yeah, what, what's up? Well, before I came to Sharn, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, and essentially I was... The long and the short of it was that I was accused of murdering somebody that I didn't kill. And it caused a lot of problems and I had to, I had to leave. And the news from home that Harks brought me was that I've been there's news going around that I'm dead that it was just an unfortunate circumstance and now it's behind everybody and I just I guess I don't know what to make of it so you were wrongfully accused of murder and now they think you're dead too yeah and that's what it boils down to. Some hoity-toity 
lady from a family, from a noble family, ended up dead and they pinned it on me. And now the son of that family is saying that I'm dead and gone. And that I don't know how to live anymore because it's, it's like, do I still, should I still be careful or can I just start acting out and doing whatever I want? I just, it doesn't make any sense. And it just, it doesn't make any sense. I think I might know, um, who you accused of killing. It was, uh, it was a matriarch, wasn't it? How, and how do you find that out, huh? I connected some dots. I heard about uh, an elven matriarch passing away and how they were doing pretty good afterwards. Yeah, they have been, apparently. <laughs> I think this is just me. Look, I don't know the, the ins and out of the politics here, but from what it sounds like, if this guy says you're dead, he means to make that the case. Yeah. And I just... It's been... God, what? Two years? If not more? Four years? It's been four years already. And I just... Does he think I'm dead and now he's just trying to say that to, you know, alleviate all the worries about me? Or is it just... You know... I mean, I can never go back there. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's just, I don't know, mercenary to mercenary. It just doesn't sit well with me. Wouldn't sit well with me either. If someone assumed I was dead, people say that because they're either scared that you won't show up or they're hoping you will. That's a circular statement. They're either scared that you will show up or they're hoping you will. Either he wants to find you, and either kill you, use you as a symbol, uh, capture you, or he's really hoping you keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And now we're going to be kind of heading back that way. Between you and me, just based on what I know about politicians, probably killed his mom, took her place. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking the same thing for years, trust me. So, if we're, while we're there, you want to, like, blow this guy's spot up, I, I got your back. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Patches. It, it's nice to know, you know, I'm not as crazy as I think I am. It's just, I think it's, you know, confusing more than anything. And a challenge. <laughs> In a lot of ways. Whenever, um, whenever Dad was going through something like this, Mom would always make him fire ants on a log. You want to see if a Drazen can make those? Hold on. Mom and Dad? Yeah. You have parents? Mom and Dad. Sort of. Uh, you know, Mom put me together, and uh, Dad was the, the breadwinner, you know? Ah, okay. Sure. 
Jim takes a shot. <laughs> and then sits on that one for a second. <laughs> no, you're going to have to run that by me again. Sorry. Oh, well, um, I don't like to talk about it too much, but my old family in, uh, in Sire, I got put together by, by, by the mom, uh, whose name I definitely have somewhere. Uh, Thivs. She was uh, a hobgoblin. You know, she and and her husband, Clow, who was a... uh, What are those other guys? Bugbear. He was a mercenary, like like me. That's where I get a lot of my, you know, mercenary tendencies. And uh, I was made to make sure that their little girl was safe. Huh. I never knew that about you. Yeah, not a lot of people do. Yeah. I don't think Miki does either. That's... I get it. There's a lot of stuff Kitty doesn't know about me either. Yeah. You know, my one job was to uh, protect my girl. And uh, some stuff happened that I couldn't protect her from. Now Miki's my girl. So, Jim, if you ever want to beat the shit out of this guy that put you in a shitty position, blame the murder on you that you didn't commit, because I know you, and you would, if you had committed, if you had killed a matriarch, you would be loud and proud about that shit. <laughs> yeah. I will gladly drag him through the dirt. Thanks. And I'm gonna pass the bottle over to him and say, I know you don't drink, but... I take a swig, and I go, I feel completely the same. Totally unaffected. But, you know, consider it a shot for your girl. Yeah. She had been old enough, I'm sure she would have liked this. Yeah. And if you ever want to talk about it, to how life screwed us over, let me know. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll take you up on that. And I'm just going to pat him on the back, like, real hard, like, you know, it's not going to make any sound, but it would be a slap on the back for anyone else, but it's just going to kind of thwomp. <laughs> Looks like Miki got checkmated again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Kitty, I don't understand. Why do the pieces move different every single time we play? <laughs> well, because sometimes the horsey likes to go left and right, but sometimes it wants to go diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the secret patches? Kitty's eating the pieces in between. <laughs> Looking at the board, there's only about eight pieces left. I'm just made of marble. <laughs> it doesn't stop her. Teeth of steel. You gotta eat. You gotta eat. <laughs> it's okay. You did a really good job. You keep learning super quickly. I don't. Feel like I am. Rules change. Oh, this game's too complicated. I got next. <laughs> I don't know that there's gonna be anything left. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have a relaxing rest of the evening as you rest up before this fighting competition that I totally thought we were gonna get to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we weren't. Nicholas. Why would you think we would? <laughs> You should have known better than that. (laughs) 
But we didn't like faff faff around. We we pursued something. We pursued we did. some plot that you set out previously, just not the stuff you had. I ready. did. It wasn't. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought you were gonna get to the fight now and then the tiefling guy later so i was like i don't have to worry about how you guys are gonna find him because that's gonna happen later i am a fool <laughs> you gave us four days to do whatever we wanted <laughs> can i before we move on can i uh, actually roll against kitty and dragon chess <laughs> sure i'm proficient i would like both of you guys to roll at disadvantage because half of the pieces are gone <laughs> Yeah, proficiency doesn't matter when there's nothing to play. Uh, what, what, what are we rolling? Of, yeah. Just D20s. I guess intelligence. Oh, no. Intelligence? Yeah, if you're proficient, you can add your proficiency. 12. With disadvantage, I got a 17. No! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I swear, if I had all the pieces... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, playing with only half the pieces is definitely throwing you off patches, but Kitty is used to playing with less than the full <laughs> set. I do the Sicilian defense, just like in Gein's Quambit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can join us again in two weeks as we actually get to the fight. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> No, you guys are waking up tomorrow morning. Like, the next time we pick up, you guys are going to be waking up and it's morning and you guys are going to be headed off. <laughs> yeah, but the fight's at night. We have a whole because, day. like, I don't care. <laughs> we gotta go find that tiefling again and start laughing even more. No, I'm bringing you guys to the fight. We're starting off. I'm, I'm not gonna, I take it back. You're not gonna start off in the morning. You're gonna start off at the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Your free time has been revoked. <laughs> Hey, you reached the end of the episode. Whether or not you liked the podcast episode, because at this point you've listened through the whole almost two hours and you really don't have a choice, give us a follow on Instagram at Beholding Out for a Hero, and optionally also on TikTok before it gets banned by the US government at Beholding Hero. If you like our content, we don't have a Patreon. Uh, although you could go on YouTube and like and subscribe to our channel as well, although I don't remember the handle off the top of my head. On YouTube, that's gonna be Beholding Out for a Hero, all one word. So go to the Instagram, which might link you to the YouTube, but probably won't, and uh, tell your friends about us. Thanks, see you here in two weeks for episode 17. Yeah. Please don't ever make me do these again, Nico. I hate doing these. I'm so bad at them. <laughs>